From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Father Hank Van Meyel. And today, our homilist is Deacon Mike Walls. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Penny McConnell from Brentwood, Tennessee. This Mass is offered for the living and deceased members of the senior Poleschuk family of Thunder Bay, Ontario. The Daily TV Mass brings meaning to the lives of tens of thousands of people across our land, and they join with me in thanking Penny McConnell from Tennessee for the gift of this Mass. And as we have placed ourselves uh, before the Lord on this feast of Our Lady of Fatima, realizing that every breath belongs to God, you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. And let us pray. O God, who chose the mother of your son to be our mothers also, grant us that persevering in penance and prayer for the salvation of the world, we may furthermore effectively each day the reign of Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers. Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. So they were sent on their way by the church, and as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they reported the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the believers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and said, it is necessary for them to be circumcised and ordered to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met together to consider this matter. The word of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. 
Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. As was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Live in me and let me live in you says the Lord. My branches bear much fruit. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. When the hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, Jesus said to the disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the world, and I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, before I begin, 
I just wanted to take a moment as someone who's involved with the uh, bringing you the daily TV mass every day to say thank you. Thank you to you, our uh, daily TV mass community. Those of you that continue to sponsor the mass, as you can see it comes from all over today from Tennessee. For those of you who are our monthly donors, our donors, our new guests, our new members of our community from uh, all over the world, it really has been quite an amazing uh, time. And uh, really, as I was reflecting on what to talk about today, I got to thinking about how much has changed in such a short period of time. How much you know, life is just going to, has been different and is going to be different. Uh, one of them is the words that has come into our vocabulary. Um, I, I know that it's been talked about a number of times here, but the word self, uh, dis uh, social distancing, uh, we've been working very hard to get that right here at the Mass, uh, so we've made some changes. Uh, so if my brother deacons, you'll notice that the deacon is not always here in the normal places that they are, but we're trying to be respectful of that. But the word that really caught me uh, was when we, uh, I was coming back actually from a trip to the United States just as this was all beginning and there was this uh, question about self-isolation. You know, if you'd been traveling, if you had any of the symptoms, they started to talk about this. This was very early on and that word isolation really caught me. Uh, and if I wanted to put a positive spin on it, I might say yeah, you could look at it as the gift of extra free time. But it's really been much more than that, hasn't it, as we've gone through this. And I was uh, listening to Father Larry's uh, homily where he said one of the things that he, re he recommended that you would do just yesterday was read the Acts of the Apostles. And I had written here the two things that I have done with this extra time, uh, two things, reread the Acts of the Apostles and read a book by Henry Nouwen. Henry Nouwen is a, is a Dutch priest who lived... Um, died about 25 years ago or so, but he was a spiritual writer, uh, lived most of his life in the United States, but the last 10 years here in Canada with the L'Arche community. And this book, which was adapted from a talk, was actually published after his death. It's called The Spirituality for Living. And it really ties, I believe, into the uh, Acts of the Apostles. If you read this little book, and again, it's only about 30 or 40 pages long. It's, it's not very long um, at all. He talks about three things that are required to be a disciple of Jesus. You know, we saw in our gospel reading today, Jesus saying, come, be my disciple. And he really says, now and says, there are three things, solitude, community, and ministry. Solitude, he says, is a place where we not only encounter God, but we encounter ourselves. And he does a beautiful talk uh, about talking about how we need to get to a space where we can be quiet and we can hear the voice of God. We've just read uh, not too long ago in the Passion, you know, when Jesus takes the disciples over to the garden, he says, here, sit here, be quiet, be with me in the silence and prayer. And that's what perhaps what we're called to do during these times where we have more time on our hands. And what will happen? Well, it's not easy, but if we can really get into this solitude, we not only can pray to our Lord with our words, but in the quietness, we can hear Jesus perhaps talking to us. And now when it says in this moment of solitude, not only do we encounter God, but ourselves. And then he goes to community. And he says, in this solitude, we realize that we are a part of the human family that wants to live something together in community. 
And if you read through this, one of the themes that kind of comes through this all the time is community is not easy all the time. Community can be difficult, but that's what we are called to do. And we, we want it. Why? Because in the solitude, we've come to understand the fundamental, I believe, thing that Jesus teaches us throughout his journey. And that is he wants each and every one of us to know that we are the beloved son or daughter of a loving God. And we want to be with other people who are like that. And so I read these, this book, and then I thought, okay, how would that apply to the journey as we see it through the Acts of the Apostles? And one of the reasons to reread it at this time of the year is that from Easter, as Father Larry mentioned, from Easter right through to Pentecost, it is usually our first reading. And so we see this community trying to form itself right after the passion, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus. And so what happens as we start this journey with the apostles? Not only the apostles, but those who had been with Jesus through all of this, the women, right? The close, the, those that were closest to Jesus. Well, Jesus ascends into heaven, and we open up, and we see the book written by Luke, most believe, that in the very first scene, they have returned after the ascension to the upper room. It was the place where they felt safe. So they went back there, and it says right at the beginning that they spent this time in deep prayer. And while they were in prayer, of course, the Holy Spirit comes to them at Pentecost, and then filled with the Holy Spirit, having heard in this solitude that they are the beloved, they go out into the world. And it's really a great little journey that they take. Peter emerges as the leader. They go out into the community. They're persecuted and rested, just like Jesus was, but the message gets through. And very quickly, the community grows. And so they have to pick helpers. So they pick seven men of good reputation to go out and to do what? Well, they were the first deacons, and they were called to go and do ministry in the community. We meet uh, Stephen, the first uh, martyr. We meet him at his, when he is stoned to death by Saul. And Saul, very shortly after that, becomes Paul. And Paul becomes the apostle to the Gentiles. And he goes with Barnabas now, and he goes on this journey, and he too is persecuted, but he has great success. And these Gentiles, the people who are not Jewish, come to be part of the community. And then what happens? Well, that's where we get to today. We get to this place today where there are questions. Because remember, community is not always easy. And so the apostles are wrestling, and the followers are wrestling, who can be part of this group and who cannot. And then on top of our first reading, we have this beautiful gospel reading, perhaps one of the most beautiful images anywhere in all of the New Testament, painted by John, where we're said, Jesus looks at these people who are his closest followers, and he says to each and every one of us that he is divine. He is divine. His Father is the vine grower, and we are the branches. And we are connected to the vine, right? And we are called to bear much fruit. And we're called to bear much fruit with the other uh, branches on that vine in community with one another. And so as we continue with whatever the world has in store for us going forward, we know this one thing. As followers of the Christ, as members of the Daily TV Mass community, we are the branches on the vine, and our Heavenly Father is the vine grower. 
and soon he will send us the Holy Spirit so that we will truly be able to go out into the world, no matter what the rules are, but we will be able to go out in peace and glorify the Lord by the way we choose to live our lives. God bless. So please join me now as we come together and offer our prayers of our community. During these difficult times, O oh Lord, we pray for the leaders of our community, of our church, for our pope, for our bishops, priests, deacons, and all the lay people, that we may always remember that it is not us, but you, and that we are the branch on the vine. And for this knowledge, we pray to the Lord. For all of those in our community who have suffered during this period of darkness, for those who have lost loved ones, for those who have ministered to those who have been sick, for those who have been isolated and alone. We always remember you in our prayers, and we ask, Lord, you to care for them. For this we pray. And for all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those asking for peace in their family, we pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift, the gift that is the vine, your Son, our Lord Jesus. We thank you for allowing us to be a branch on that vine, and we ask you to send us the Holy Spirit so that when the time is right, we too can go out into the world in your peace. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Heavenly the Spirit in contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquities, cleanse me of my sins. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, the praise and glory of his name, for our good and all of the Holy Church. May the humanity of our only begotten Son come, O Lord, to our aid, and may he who at his birth from the Blessed Virgin did not diminish, but consecrated her integrity by taking from us now our wicked deeds, making our oblation acceptable to you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation to praise you, mighty deeds, in the exaltation of all the saints, and especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to proclaim your kindness as we echo her thankful hymn of praise. For truly, even to earth's ends, you have done great things and extend your abundant mercy from age to age. When you looked on the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us 
through her, the author of our salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May your voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exalt praise as we acclaim. the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as you celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis or Pope, Thomas or Bishop, the Canadian bishops, the clergy, and the entire people you have called your own. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And, with and let us offer each other a sign of peace. the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. And let us pray. As we receive this heavenly sacrament, we beseech, O Lord, your mercy, that we who rejoice in commemorating the Blessed Virgin Mary may be imitating her, serve worthily the mysteries of our redemption through Christ, O Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, thanks be to God. to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. Please remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of our celebrants. Mother, God the Lord who came to